0: Well, welcome to another edition of the Bottom Line Show. I'm Roger Marsh. So glad to have you along today and every day here on the Bottom Line Show. It's amazing how uh, time flies when you're having fun. Tomorrow we are going to be celebrating, if you can believe it, the 12th anniversary of the Bottom Line Show. It was on Monday, September 19th, 2011, that the Bottom Line Show actually uh, uh, came into existence, and I'm thrilled to be sitting here today. Uh, one open heart surgical procedure later uh, <laughs> it's still here. Uh, that happened about the midpoint of the program. And I think we can safely say we've wandered into a couple of different territories uh, that I think are, are good ones. You know, there was the let's figure out how do we do the program type of thing and never really been anything like this on Christian radio before. And I, and I mean that with all love and respect to all the other broadcasters who have gone before, both here at our flagship station, KBRT, and all around the Southland. But when you get right down to it, in terms of uh, Southern California Christian talk, um, this is the longest running program in Christian radio, uh, as far as live interactive with guests and call-ins and stuff like that uh, on any of the stations here. And even when it comes to, and I'm talking about hosting now too, there is another program that airs on Uh, the calvary chapel station here in southern california that's been on for years but they've had different people hosting it so um it's i'm honored i'm blessed and tomorrow we'll just take some time reflecting it'll be an everybody wins tuesday so if you want to win something you can call in if you got an observation about the program we'll leave the phones open um, 800-227-5278 so i really encourage you to uh Tune in uh, tomorrow for our 12th anniversary celebration. Today here, I want to, it's Movie Monday, and we have a golden opportunity for you uh, to win some tickets to a Fathom Events event coming up because Ray Nutt, the CEO, Chief Executive Officer of Fathom Events, who's become a good friend of this program over the past couple of years, uh, Ray and I are going to be talking about their upcoming releases, including one that's in theaters tonight and tomorrow that you will definitely want to be watching for. So, we have multiple pairs of tickets. I don't know how many. Tamara and Ray's assistant, uh, Colette, uh, they conspire behind the scenes. And then they tell Crystal how many tickets we have for these Fathom events. Events. So I honestly don't know. It's more than one pair. It might be three or four pair. Eight hundred two two seven five two seven eight. Eight hundred two two seven five two seven eight. Eight hundred two two seven five two seven eight is the number to get you through to the bottom line. I guess I should check the Fathom events website since Ray's coming on it. And- bottom of the hour here um and we'll <laughs> see what's coming up i know there's something that releases today and uh, it's of great interest to those of us in the body of christ yeah route 6- 60 the biblical highway featuring mike pompeo uh, it's, it's a, a fascinating story that is going to be released today and tomorrow and we've got at least three pairs of tickets to that 800-227-5278 800-227-5278 the number to get you through to the bottom line. Um, Got a story out of Mexico that is very interesting, especially as it pertains to abortion in North America. We know abortion is legal in Canada. We know that Roe versus Wade has been overturned here in the U.S., and it's up to each individual state to pass laws. And we also know that a lot of people in the pro-life community are getting flack for the uh, prospect of proposing a 15-week ban, like no more abortions after 15 weeks. On the federal level, there was a an interesting piece in a uh, publication called The Dispatch I read over the weekend. And The Dispatch ostensibly is a conservative-ish publication. It seems to be run by a group of disgruntled, super intellectual conservatives who don't like the mouth-breathing, knuckle-dragging Trump supporters that the conservative basis has become. And uh, the dispatchers say, oh, you know, pro-life movement at a crossroads because no one can make up their mind as they want to do. But in the, um, in the article, the writer of said piece did make an interesting point about why it seemed like after working for 50 years to get Roe versus Wade overturned at the Supreme Court, why so many lawmakers would then say, okay, the way to codify this into law is to ban abortion at 15 weeks doing so would prevent 6% of the abortions that happen in the U.S. every year, or at least that are reported. I mean, if, if you want to try to outlaw abortion on a federal level, and we've had a lot of scholars back and forth on either side of the aisle saying, yes, push for that. It's morally reprehensible. No, you shouldn't because it's, it is going to lead to an increase in um, illegal abortions that could be unsafe and unchecked. The left is convinced that the abortion practice as it stands right now is perfectly safe and harmless. And the reality is, as you've, if you were listening to the National Crawford Roundtable podcast last week, um, in our uh, conversation with their legal team, the number of women who are injured getting the so called morning after pill or the abortion pill, which they call contraception. And it's a it's completely impossible to have it contraception because contraception means you're keeping the conception from happening. Once the conception happens, you can't contra it. So the idea that a woman could have a sexual relationship, have an exchange, um, conceive a child, and then go back and say, nope, just kidding, is completely illogical and totally unscientific. But nonetheless, that's the way the left looks at these types of things. And the number of women who are injured, it's in the tens of thousands every year who wind up going into septic shock. The abortion doesn't take and they wind up in the emergency room with excessive bleeding. The baby's hurt. It's just, it's, it's awful. Yeah, I, I say all of that to say this. Last week, the Supreme Court of Justice, which is Mexico's equivalent to the U.S. Supreme Court, made an announcement regarding abortion. And they have officially ruled that any ban on abortion is unconstitutional. The court has ordered the legislature to change federal abortion laws to comply with its ruling. Now, here is where our three branches of government and our system of checks and balances is absolutely golden. Let's say a case goes before the Supreme Court and the Supreme Court rules in a certain way. They determine that The challenge should be upheld. Whatever the law was is no longer in place. And therefore, you know, that's their ruling. Well, then what happens is not the Supreme Court writing laws. They're the judicial branch. They judge. What they do is they will then send the parties involved back to the, um, they'll send them back to the lower court rulings. What was the ruling before this one that brought you all up here with your knickers in a twist? We know, and we've seen from experience during the uh, fight for same sex quote unquote marriage, that there were many justices appointed by leftist presidents who were more than happy to say, hey, these two guys want to get married, and this photographer won't take pictures at their quote unquote wedding. So therefore, I've decided the photographer's wrong and gay marriage is legal. Nah, that's not how that works. What, what happens is you rule against the photographer or for the photographer saying that he or she either discriminated against these people or they did not. And then you let the chips fall where they will. Based on that ruling, then state legislatures can go back and federal legislatures can go back and, and say, okay, well, now that we have this ruling, we can pass a new law. Remember how the left did so well in the 2022 midterms here in the U.S., is they basically lied to the American people. Once Roe versus Wade was overturned, they said, you know what, these activist judges, they're rewriting the law from the bench. We've never seen anything like this, which is a lie, because that's what activist progressive judges have been doing for decades. But when a conservative rules based on the constitution, that there is no constitutional right to privacy, which is how we got the same sex, quote unquote, marriage laws passed in the first place. And there's certainly no, Roe versus Wade was all based on a you can't have any sort of say-so with the government or anybody else involving a woman and her doctor regarding whether or not she can abort a child. It was all about privacy. And the Supreme Court said that doesn't exist in the Constitution. So we're ruling in favor of Dobbs versus Jackson, which was a 15-week ban but talked about consent, etc., etc., but also was worded in such a way that if Dobbs passed, then Roe v. Wade and Planned Parenthood versus Casey would be overturned. So it did, and they were. So what happened next? The Supreme Court of the United States did not order the U.S. Congress to go in and pass a bill saying abortion is banned in the United States on a federal level. Full stop. They didn't do that. What they said was Dobbs versus Jackson is a case that the Supreme Court upholds. Roe versus Wade is now overturned and no longer in effect. Planned Parenthood v. Casey has now been overturned. So states got to work. California, Colorado, Connecticut. Seems like all the C states were going nuts. How do we pass a bill that allows a woman to murder her child in the womb right up until labor and delivery? Well, they did it. It's now part of the California Constitution. It's now part of the Colorado Constitution. Michigan, my goodness. They did it. But here's the thing. June 24th, 2022, Roe versus Wade was overturned, but there was never a federal law mandating that abortion be legal. Everyone just relied on Roe versus Wade. And if there was any challenge to abortion laws, they'd revert back to that. Now that that's been overturned, that's why the leftists are all squirming. But there still is not a law federally that makes abortion legal and required. But in the state, uh, with the Supreme Court of Justice in Mexico, They have announced, quote, the legal system that regulates the crime of abortion in the federal criminal code is unconstitutional. Why? Because it is contrary to the right to decide of women and people with the capacity to bear children. So basically, the civil association that challenged the legal system of their federal criminal code that criminalizes abortion and the medical personnel who practice it, now they're saying, you have to change the law in Mexico to make it mandatory that women can have abortions. It's crazy. What does that mean for us here in the U.S.? And won't it be interesting to watch progressives squirm when they know that now Mexico is a <gasps> abortion destination? We'll talk about the implications of that coming up next as the bottom line continues. Our friends at Preborn always do such a great job of keeping us up to date with Bottom Line Show listeners, especially here in Southern California, who reach out to us and let us know that they are supporting Preborn. Uh, Milton in Lake Elsinore reached out over Labor Day weekend and made a gift of $840, a one-time donation to support ultrasounds and the uh, making them available to women all throughout the Southland through Preborn. Uh, if you're wondering why $840, it costs $28 to provide an ultrasound. That's the images, the pregnancy test, the meeting with the technician to show you how far along you are, and then to explain what your options are. And 85% of the women who go to preborn clinics and get the ultrasound test done for free to them. We pay for it. I mean, we as supporters of preborn. Uh, 85% of the women choose life for their children, either to become a mother or to release that child for adoption. Do what Milton did. He picked 30. I, I'm not what sure the the math was behind that, but he picked 30 kids to sponsor 30 appointments at $28 apiece. $840 donation one-time tax deductible. Make your gift today at 833-850-baby, 833-850-2229 or go online to kbrightradio.com. You'll see a picture of a couple of cute uh, newborn twins. Click that banner, make your donation today. Welcome back to the Bottom Line show. I'm Roger Marsh. The Supreme Court of Justice of Mexico, which is like the US Supreme Court, ruled last week that abortion should be, well, let's see, it shouldn't be illegal. And they require the now Mexican legislation on the national level to go back and rewrite the laws. Rewriting them. (laughs) So uh, yeah, you rewrite the laws so that now abortion is legal all throughout Mexico. You know, I, I wonder how many women in Mexico undergo abortions because they want to, because they've done their homework, made their best decision as to what it means to kill a child in the womb, and they're okay with that. You know, we talk a lot about preborn here on the Bottom Line Show, and before we go any further, I want to send a shout-out, a long-distance one. I feel like Casey Kasem. A long-distance shout-out to Daniel in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Uh, Daniel recently made a donation to to pre-born, $28 donation that provides one ultrasound appointment for a woman who is expecting a child and wants to know her options, but it's so much more than just the ultrasound itself. Go to the Preborn clinic. It's a cool little hangout where the love of God is everywhere. You come in, have the pregnancy test, confirm that you're pregnant, have the ultrasound, look at the pictures, get the pictures developed, take them with you, cute little pictures of that little guy or girl, and then you meet with the doctor, the technician, the clinician, And you find out what your options are. Now, this is something I can guarantee you is not happening in abortion clinics. First of all, the abortion clinics will do ultrasounds because they use ultrasound guidelines for their surgical abortion procedures. They will also do ultrasounds to take a look at the baby, look at the health, you know, how far along is the mom, how healthy are the organs, and everything that they're going to harvest. That's just a—it's part of the abortion business. They won't show the ultrasound pictures to the mother because they'll tell you that it's too traumatic. And I'm using the word that they use often. They'll say it's too traumatic for a woman to go to an abortion clinic, see the ultrasound, and it's traumatic because it's just a bunch of fetal tissue. It's just a cluster of cells. It doesn't really look like anything, and you can't really tell that it's even human. We have seen often and with great passion between Lisa and me, and I know bottom line listeners who fall into this category as well. Your daughter is eight weeks pregnant. She and her husband go get the ultrasound. You look at the pictures and say, oh, my goodness, he looks just like his father. I mean, I kid you not. Or she looks just like her mother or whatever. It's amazing to see what these 4D technology pictures can show. And one dollars ultrasound, I might add, there's another leading ministry, a major ministry that runs its program on many of our Bottom Line Show affiliates. And they also encourage people to make donations to their ministry to provide ultrasound exams. And they ask for a donation that's more than twice as much as we do. And I don't know why. But I can tell you that when you do what Daniel did, go online, kbrightradio.com or call 833-850-BABY. 833-850-2229. Every $28 donation that you make to Preborn, first of all, every dollar, every penny goes to ultrasounds. It goes to either helping to purchase a new ultrasound machine, or every $28 provides an ultrasound screening for a woman who now knows what her options are. Her options are, I'm going to raise the child on my own, I know that in certain states it is legal to abort the child, and I'm told what that option entails as well, whether it be a surgical abortion or a medical abortion. And then there's the magic word, and that is adoption. And it's amazing to me how many women come out of abortion clinics, how many post-abortive women I've spoken with over the years who said the same thing with tears in their eyes. It's just so painful to hear their stories of saying, wow, if I had known if I had known that adoption was an option, I would have chosen that. No one told me. Daniel, thank you for that one appointment that you have made possible for a woman who is facing a pregnancy that perhaps she wasn't aware that was even possible for her. 85% of the women who go into pre-born clinics and see that ultrasound, hear the heartbeat, find out how far along they are and hear what all three other options are, 85% of the time they choose life for their baby. Either they're going to be parents or they're going to release that child for adoption. That does mean a little over one out of every 10 times a woman will go in and say, I can't do the pregnancy thing and they choose abortion. It's not 100%. But the good news is the percentage of women who keep their children or release that child for adoption is exponentially higher. For those who go to preborn clinics than those who go to abortion clinics. So I'm grateful for Thomas's gift from Albuquerque, and thank you for listening online. I think that's our first New Mexico listener. I also want to thank Milton, who made a donation from Lake Elsinore. $840 donation, a one time gift. If you divide that by twenty-eight, that comes out to thirty kids. And that made me wonder well, that sounds like the size of a classroom. You know, like maybe Milton's a teacher, or uh, maybe he's got 30 kids and grandkids combined, or great-grandchildren. I don't know the full story, but Milton, thank you for that $840 donation to Preborn. 833-850 Baby is the number to call. 833-850-2229, or go online to kbrightradio.com or rogermarsh.com. Click the banner for Preborn. It's got a couple of kids wrapped up in swaddling cloths and looking just absolutely adorable, little newborn babies. And think of the number of lives that we can change and that we can save because of your donations. On the other side of this break, I want to talk about a new opportunity that we have for you to take a stand and to step up and help provide not only the gift of life through an ultrasound appointment, but also an ultrasound machine. We'll do that coming up next as the bottom line continues.
1: Stephanie Cover of Cover Law fights for your rights inside and outside the courtroom. As an experienced trial attorney, Stephanie knows that litigating inside a courtroom often costs you more in terms of money, stress, and time. That's why, for the client's sake, she will work hard to settle without the need for a costly trial. Stephanie consistently led her firm in settled cases each month. Because Stephanie worked for insurance companies for decades, she knows how to talk to them. Her knowledge of the insurance process means she's highly qualified and even enjoys talking to insurance adjusters and attorneys on your behalf. Stephanie challenges them with tough questions and holds them accountable for your benefit. When you're in an accident, you want an attorney that will protect your rights and get you the settlement you deserve. Call the attorney who knows the insurance company's processes inside and out and will fight for your total compensation. Call Stephanie Cover at Cover Law today at 877-214-4935. That's 877-214-4935. Or just go to kbrightradio.com slash cover today.
0: Welcome back to the Bottom Line Show. I'm Roger Marsh. We're talking about Mexico's Supreme Court, their Court of Justice, as it's called, uh, and their decision last week to literally declare unconstitutional any ban on abortion. The reason, they said in a statement, uh, the legal system that regulates the crime of abortion in the federal criminal code is unconstitutional because it is contrary to the right to decide of women and people with the capacity to bear. So notice how the left does this all the time. It's an either or. The legal system that regulates the crime of abortion is unconstitutional because it's contrary to the right to decide of women and people with the capacity to bear. Does not take consideration the fact that this is a human being we're talking about. Wednesday's decision comes after a civil association challenged the legal system of the federal criminal code that criminalizes abortion and the medical personnel who practice it. The first chamber of the Supreme Court of Justice agreed with the civil association that federal abortion laws, quote, violate the right of women and people with the capacity to gestate, to decide to interrupt or continue a pregnancy, which in turn is considered to violate the rights of free development of personality, to health, to equality and non-discrimination and reproductive autonomy right out of the leftist manifesto. Now, It calls on the Congress of the Union to repeal regulations that criminalize voluntary abortion. It's the latest development in a lengthy litigation over their abortion wars. Interestingly enough, um, it's interesting because Mexico is saying, well, we need to to do this because uh, we want to live life the way we want to live it. Uh, Planned Parenthood, uh, Planned Parenthood for Action, says, Viva Mexico, This historic decision to criminalize abortion is a huge win in the global fight for reproductive rights and bodily autonomy. And then they say abortion is health care, period. Kristen Hawkins of Students for Life responded by saying, true poverty is saying a child must die so you can live your life as you see fit. How many parents have paid the ultimate price for their children so their children can live? But as long as Planned Parenthood internationally and domestically, is of the impression that abortion is health care. That's kind of like saying the death penalty is health care, don't you think? Murder is health care? It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But here's what's interesting about this, because now the Planned Parenthoods of the world have a big dilemma. And here's the dilemma. Mexico, the whole country, now becomes an abortion destination. Women who live in states where abortion has been criminalized, even countries where it's been criminalized, can conceivably take a Mexican vacation and kill their preborn child. What's going to happen to states that have legalized abortion, like California, when someone says, heck with California, I'll just go to Mexico and it'll be a lot more fun, probably be a lot less expensive, and I can get a suntan while I'm down here. Let's see how Gavin Newsom responds to this one. By the way, speaking of responses, i have a couple other people to thank. I want to thank Michael W. from Glendora who uh, rang us up with a $500 one-time donation to Preborn. Michael, thank you for doing that. I really appreciate you calling 833-850-2229. Uh, 8, uh, uh, 833-850-BABY is the number to call. Or going online. And i sorry, I don't know that if you went online or called. Uh, also, Wade from Wildemar uh, rang us up with a gift, $28 per month. Those monthly gifts are really important. Every month now, a woman will be able to have an ultrasound appointment for her and her preborn child and family members that want to come along and get good counseling. And please understand that once a, t- a mother, you've heard Scott Wilder, a preborn, sa- share this with us often, once a woman goes uh, online with us, as a member if you will of the uh, preborn team it's a 2 year commitment with preborn it's not just a one and done where you go in get the ultrasound and then they send you on your way with some diapers and some you know information it's a 2 year commitment if you're going through the adoption process preborns with you every step of the way if you are going through labor and delivery and then you're going to be a new parent preborns with you every step of the way this is not the pro birth crowd that goes to an abortion clinic and says don't kill your kids and then goes home and watches football this is the pro-life community wade michael thank you so much for your donations uh thank you to everyone who has contributed so far and i mentioned uh, before the break we are about five thousand dollars short of reaching another goal which would be to get another ultrasound machine in a freeborn clinic can we do that when you think about that dollar amount that's a couple hundred kids quite frankly that we could support as a matter of fact why don't we make that number 740 because our dial position AM seven forty on K Bright Radio in Southern California, and let's kick this thing off between now and the end of the month. Can we get seven hundred forty ultrasound appointments scheduled through Preborn, and we pick up the twenty eight dollars per appointment 850 baby is the number to call 833-850-2229. and if you have friends who live south of the border, let them know that when they come to the U S. and go to a Preborn clinic, they're going to get the truth. They're going to get hope. They're going to get reality at a preborn clinic somewhere in San Diego or in Arizona or in Texas. Let's take a quick break, and when we continue, it's Movie Monday here on The Bottom Line Show. Ray Nutt, the CEO of Fathom Events, is going to join me. We're going to talk about they've got a myriad of faith-based prog- projects coming up, starting with a movie that's in theaters tonight and tomorrow called Route 60, The Biblical Highway. It features former Secretary of State Mike Pompeo. As one of the lead characters in this movie and we've got at least three pairs of tickets to give away and if we have more people calling in for tickets to this event tonight and tomorrow uh, we'll get more tickets 800-227-5278 800-227-5278 800-227-5278 the number to get you through to the bottom line ray nutt from fathom events joins me next as this movie monday edition of the bottom line show continues in a moment Movie Monday here on The Bottom Line Show, and I can't think of a better guest for Movie Monday, more appropriate guest than Ray Nutt, who's the CEO of Fathom Events. We've got a link for FathomEvents.com up at TheBottomLineShow.com. Fathom Events specializing in these one- and two-night-only events that happen all throughout the course of the week, and they're branching out into many different areas, but such a huge library of faith-based projects. Every time uh, we have a chance to talk to Ray, there's so many we can barely get through them all in a half hour, so I'll be quiet and say, Ray Nutt, welcome back to The Bottom Line Show. It's good to see you, sir.
2: Thanks, Rob. It's my pleasure to be here. And I say
0: good to see you, of course, because we're also on Zoom. So that means that we're uh, broadcasting this at myhopenow.com as well as on all of our affiliates. You had The last time we spoke, I think we were just getting ready for the journey with Andrea Bo- uh, Bocelli, which is just spectacular. And you've had a you know a good summer and now fall starting to heat up. Kind of catch us up to where we've been since the last time we spoke.
2: Well, I think the last time we spoke, we uh, were just about to uh, present Andrea Bocelli. We partnered with uh, TBN out of the uh, pandemic, and he was very, very anxious to, to get out of the house. So it was a very unique thing where they went across the countryside and they, uh, they filmed it. They had st- uh, stars. Uh, uh musical artists i should say uh, uh joined them uh, on horseback all the way across this journey and it was mm. just wonderfully shot uh you know i i don't know if we'll ever bring that back but i certainly hope we, we do because it was one of my favorite pieces of work
0: in all of my years at fathom i'll bet i'll bet and now that we're kicking off the, the fall i mean there's so many titles that will be uh Familiar names and others that will be uh, brand new, uh, as a matter of fact, uh, coming up starting even this uh, right here this week, uh, Route 60, the Biblical Highway, going to be premiering on September 18th and 19th. Uh, talk about that. Uh, Mike Pompeo's involved in this.
2: It is. Yes, uh, we're looking forward to that one. Well, that's another one we partnered with TBN on, uh, uh, September 18th and 19th, like you said, uh, and it's a 146-mile journey. Uh, uh, down what they call the biblical highway, uh, starting in Nazareth, and then it goes south for 146 miles. And, um, you know, people encounter uh, all kinds of uh, controversy and different things throughout the years. It's It's a story about history. But it's, uh, both David Friedman and Mike Pompeo who are, uh, uh, who are hosting that. And, uh, along, it's the same journey that Jesus took, uh, Abraham, Jacob. Um, so again, a lot of history there and, uh, very, very entertaining, uh, story about healing and hope. So we're, we're
0: very much looking forward to that. Well, we've got the trailer up at TheBottomLineShow.com, Route 60, The Biblical Highway, uh, airing on September 18th and 19th. And make sure, of course, that you be uh, keep it close here at The Bottom Line Show, because we always like to give away tickets for these Fathom Events events. Uh, you were telling me before we started a conversation here on air, uh, Ray, about a movie called The Blind. And I would love for you to, uh, uh, it's got a lot, it's a, kind of a longer run than your typical Fathom Events event. But for many of our Bottom Line listeners, they're going to want to see this film. Talk about what The Blind is. All about
2: so a couple of things about the the blind. Uh, you know, a couple of years ago we decided that uh, we were doing. I think last year 333 event nights. You had mentioned mm. a little bit earlier that we do these one and two night events, and you know we're, we're basically out of time. So uh, in terms of how many events we could do in a year, so we're we're transitioning our company into what we're calling a special uh, a specialty distributor. And we'll still do one or two, maybe three night events, uh, but we'll also do longer runs. Um, and those are called special engagements. And The Blind is one of our first ones that we're coming out of the shoot with. So uh, that one's going to run September 28th through October 5th. Um, and uh, The Blind is a, a wonderful story of redemption. It's the, if people are familiar with Duck Dynasty, it's yes. the story. Um, and his story, uh, you know, he was involved with a lot of drugs and alcohol early in his, uh, uh, early in his life. And, uh, he turned a corner and, uh, and, uh, found faith and, uh, and it's, it's just a, it's a, it's a biopic is what it is. So, uh, it's a wonderful, wonderful story about him. And, uh, like I said, we're going to be doing a special engagement with him. Tickets went on sale quite a while quite ago and we've got another couple of weeks obviously before this uh, shows and tickets have gone through the ceiling. So i have encourage people to get their get their tickets uh, fast. We also are doing a deal with this. It's the first one where we're doing an exclusive deal with one of our owners, um, AMC, um, and they're selling tickets uh, for the brine in Walmart stores, uh, about 1,200 Walmart stores across the country. So uh, there's an opportunity to get tickets online, get them in
0: Walmart, get them at the box office. So they're they're going pretty quickly though. So, but it, it is a great story. I'd love to hear this. Ray Nutt is with me today here on The Bottom Line. Ray is the CEO of Fathom Events. Fathomevents.com is the website we've got linked up at thebottomlineshow.com. You mentioned those 330 different days of releases last year and the different titles that they release. Of course, thousands of films come their way and they kind of have to pare them down and make the determination. And the faith component uh, really has been a strong one for you. Ray, talk about why it is so important for Fathom Events to to kind of give a voice, if you will, to a lot of these films that wouldn't necessarily get major distribution. They're not going to be able to stand up, you know, uh, toe to toe on a six weeks consecutive straight in a theater up against Barbie or something like that. But for a week or a weekend or a couple of days, um, the Fathom Events model has been very helpful and effective for faith based projects like that.
2: Well, you know what, uh, Roger there's a ton of uh, great filmmakers out there that can't get distribution through a lot of the major uh, studios out there. And I think, you know, this year at CinemaCon, uh, uh, we hosted a lunch there, which which we always do. And there's always a special guest there. And Martin Scorsese came out and uh, uh, talked about the importance of the young filmmakers, the filmmakers that are not identified, the, the films that can't get distributed through, disney or warner brothers or whatever and and although phantom is the ninth largest uh distributor in north america right up there against some of those big uh big ones we we always look at film we always look at an audience out there and you know as you know our 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 content is very diverse Um, everything from faith-based to anime to original programming uh sports and, and so forth so um so yeah Faith and then within faith, I think we talked about before, there's different subcategories that there's right. to different audiences and different religions and faiths. And so and it's not just religious, it's uh it's uh, inspirationally oriented as well. And uh you'll find a lot of our content is is actually just strictly right down the middle of the road inspiration. Mm-hmm
0: yeah and inspiration is in short supply for the culture right now but it's nice to know that fathom events is making this a priority and when you go to fathomevents.com you can scroll through and you're going to see some the films that you may or may not have an interest in seeing but then when you see uh movies like the blind when you see uh, Mother Teresa and Me which we haven't talked about yet that that's a really beautiful beautifully done uh Movie that looks like it has a one night only release. Is, uh, talk about how that project came your way and uh, and what made you say, yeah, we've got to move on this
2: one. We had a lot of success with uh, a different film about Mother Teresa. It was a documentary that we did uh, a while back, and we had the right audience for for this. Um, and uh, the filmmaker, uh, we were put in touch with the filmmaker. We screened it, looked at it, and said, you know, I think this is going to do fairly well. So that one's going to launch October. Fifth, um, great story about uh, about a young woman who uh, was pregnant, her boyfriend abandoned her and she decided to make the trek, trek to Calcutta uh, and linked up with Mother Teresa. So uh, without giving away too much, it's a story about compassion, a story about love, and uh, I think people are really going to like this this film.
0: Very, very powerful pro-life message in this movie that I found very affirming. It didn't come on too heavy-handed or preachy. It was just kind of a natural outflow of what was happening and uh, uh, beautifully done. Mother Teresa and Me is a one-night-only event for Fathom Events on Thursday, October the 5th. And, of course, we've got all this linked up at TheBottomLineShow.com. Ray Nutt is with me today here on The Bottom Line. Ray is the CEO of Fathom Events. And we're talking about the faith-based releases coming out in the fall. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, going to get into uh, – uh, Deeper conversation about a couple of movies, one of them a very, very serious nature that is well worth uh, your time and investment, and the other one that's almost a little bit of a slapstick sting type of movie, but it is based on a true story involving a couple of guys who tried to hoodwink some people in East Texas. More of my conversation with Ray Nutt, the CEO of Fathom Events, coming up next as The Bottom Line continues. Ray Nutt is my guest today here on The Bottom Line on our radio broadcast and terrestrial uh, podcast. Cast releases and also at MyHopeNow.com, you get to see uh, the handsome uh, Ray Nut uh, <laughs> broadcasting from on our Zoom recorder here, both of us just on our PCs. Uh, Ray, you've got such a, st- a full lineup of programs that you're showing. I mean, we're talking in addition to I'm talking about faith-based, we're talking about faith-based movies, but there's also the 60th anniversary of The Birds and 35th anniversary of Rain Man. I mean, you get some classic movies, the Metropolitan Opera. I mean, there's so many different things that are happening here. Coming up on Monday, August or October 23rd and Tuesday, October 24th, you have a very special release about a film that you were raving about to me during the break called Beyond Utopia. I haven't had a chance to see it yet, so I'm not as familiar with it as I am with some of the other titles. Uh, help our listeners understand why Bottom Line Show listeners in particular would love to, to see this film.
2: Well, you know, we were talking a little bit of, uh, earlier about inspiration. And uh, this is uh, Beyond Utopia is a story about uh, uh people that are, are trying to escape North Korea and you know some very, very bad things uh, were happening up there. This is a documentary and, and it shows a lot of different scenes um, about uh, people leaving there, what it takes. Uh, it's also a story about a, a pastor who um, went back and helped a mother uh, <clears throat> excuse me try to find uh, try to find the, their son who was left behind. Um, and again, the footage on this is just just absolutely incredible, and and um,
0: I think this film defines what courage is all about. Uh, it's just it's amazing. Wow, I I'm so grateful to hear you say that this film is you know made the cut. It's going to be in theaters, and it's something that we in the body of Christ should be paying attention to because oftentimes you know let's let's face it, we can get stuck in our own news cycles, stuck in our own social media feeds, and a story like Beyond Utopia might pass by. It might just kind of glance over where we are. So the idea that we could be intentional about understanding what is happening in North Korea and and actually put more than just a, a thoughts and kind words and prayer to it but actually uh you know take action for those who are being impacted beyond utopia is showing at fathom events theaters all across the country on monday october 23rd and tuesday october 24th and we've got that trailer up at the bottom we show.com that will move away from a serious serious documentary to something that's uh, a little more slapstick i even referred to it as kind of the sting like and yet it's not the. This is a project that Kevin and Sam Sorbo have been telling me about for years. They said, "You got when this is up, you're going to love it." Miracle in East Texas. I went, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." And then I got the screener. I went, "This is hilarious." <laughs> I mean, it's it's fun, but it's based on a true story. It's got a great cast. Tell us about Miracle in East Texas, which is coming up Sunday, October 29th, and Monday, October 30th, for Fathom events.
2: It is. It, it's, it's a it's a feel good movie, I think, and uh, you know, as you said, there's a. Uh couple of guys that are hoodwinking uh some widows out there and uh uh trying to get them to invest in in uh in their oil fields and, and oil and uh uh and it's just it's hilarious uh, again without giving it away the uh, uh it's it's just it's it's funny you just gotta you gotta go see it kevin sorbo is awesome we've worked with him in the past and, and everything and uh uh, new gothic juniors in it as well so they do have some names in this movie and uh, uh it's just it's very very fun
0: yeah sam sorbo steals her scenes no question about it I, I really enjoyed seeing her kind of underplay and then go right through the heart you know where where it needs to be but i, I guess i would describe miracle in east texas as uh, a feel-good story about what happens when you have to explain the truth as opposed to where you just keep kind of you know fudging on the facts a little bit and when these guys get caught in it, it's well, it's going to be a lot of fun. Miracle in East Texas, Kevin and Sam Sorbo, John Ratzenberger, Louis Gossett Jr. Sunday, October 29th, Monday October 30th, Fathom Events and we've got links for those up at TheBottomLineShow.com Roger Marsh here on the special Movie Monday edition of The Bottom Line along with Ray Nutt, the CEO of Fathom Events FathomEvents.com is the website You've got something coming up in November that I, I think that a lot of our listeners would will truly appreciate uh, talk about your all-star salute to Lee Greenwood. I mean, this is a guy who's been a part of the American musical scene and the Faith and Family scene for such a long time, and yet he kind of slid under the radar outside of that one song that everybody knows him for. He's well worth the tribute, isn't he?
2: Yeah, I think he's uh he's certainly made his uh his uh hey with uh with that particular song, but uh yeah, November twelfth. It's a it's a tribute to Lee Greenwood, and the st- the stars in this, uh, the artists in this uh, are just incredible. Uh, Oak Ridge Boys, uh, Crystal Gale, Larry Gatlin, um, Debbie Bruin, uh Gavin DeGraw, uh, Big and Rich. Um, so it, it is a it is a well captured thing. The I think you know what makes this special too is that the audio capture of this particular film in the movie theater with everybody. You know, collaboratively coming together uh, communally is is going to be awesome. So um, uh, we're looking forward to that on November twelfth.
0: Well, you're just getting warmed up, and we, like I mentioned before we started, I mean, Ray and I could be here for days talking about all the different <laughs> the things that Fathom Events is going on has going on right now. Uh, can you tease a little bit about Christmas time and maybe give us a preview into twenty twenty four?
2: Well, we're, we're booking into uh, twenty-four right now. Uh, we do have quite a few faith-based. We're not ready to really uh, talk about uh, some of them that have been nailed down. But when when you're doing like all the things that we've talked about, we've had a lot of um, we had a lot of artists reach out to us and uh, or filmmakers, I should say, reach out to us as well. Um, but you know, before uh, you were mentioning music, before we that we're also doing a tribute to George Jones.
1: Mm.
2: It's kind of similar to uh, Lee Greenwood, but uh it's on the it's celebrating the tenth anniversary of his passing. Um and the, the stars in this are are endless. I mean uh, Brad Paisley, Dirk Spentley, Jelly Roll, <laughs> <talking> <laughs> Jelly Roll, uh uh-huh. Tanya Tucker Winona, Sam Moore, Travis Tritt, Lloyd Morgan, uh Trace Atkins, so uh, so a lot, you know, kind of happening in the uh, in the area uh, of music right now, which we're looking forward to, and we'll, we'll see a lot of music in the in the future as well.
0: And those are exciting because you know, oftentimes when you think about a concert performance and you know, trying to take a show on the road, whenever you're doing one of your live concert events or like it's the Metropolitan Opera or whatever it is. It's always it, – it, they're very stirring, and you can kind of go behind the scenes. And my parents are both 90 now. They were huge supporters of the Metropolitan Opera um, shows. For They used to go to New York and see the Met. But then as they got older, uh, your Fathom events were what kept them going. They don't get out to the theaters anymore. But uh, they love the fact that you get – it's kind of the concert plus. There's so much – Added to it, the value added, if we if we would say that, and it seems like from whether it's Lee Greenwood or George Jones or some of these other events, if you're going to see a musical event at uh, a Fathom Events event, uh, it's, it's well worth the investment because it's more than just the concert itself.
2: Yeah, and you mentioned the Met. We're kicking off uh, the next season here pretty quickly. My wife and I are headed to New York uh, in a couple of weeks for the the Met Gala, the Metropolitan Opera Gala. Nice. So everybody gets dressed uh, up and crazy <laughs> outfits or anything <laughs> like that. But, yeah. uh, but they're kicking off. And the Met is doing some really interesting things. They know that they cannot continue to just do what they've done in the past. The audiences are getting older. So they're trying to do a lot to cater to younger uh, audiences, um, But to your point, Roger, you know, we've got a great broadcast that goes behind the scenes that does interviews during intermission or before or after the Met the performance itself. Uh, costume changes, uh, how that happens, how the stage is set and everything. So, um, so the Met is uh, the Met is a, a staple of ours, and uh, we continue to to see people. But I tell you, uh, Peter Gelb, the general manager of the Met, has done a fantastic job in trying to attract uh, younger audiences, diverse audiences. Uh, there's there's uh, uh, and and a new uh, conductor this year too, Yannick, who is a very energetic. Uh, individual. And uh, I, I, uh, I've seen him a couple of times on film, uh, but I've never seen him live in person. So it's going to be interesting to see him either at the theater or at the Met itself.
0: Okay, well, we will we'll, we'll pray for you and your wife as you enjoy that time at the Met Gala, knowing that we're not going to see you on the tabloids the next day, wearing crazy <laughs> costumes and things like that. Whatever. That's not that's not what you're going to do. You're going, you're all about the business, but I think that's great. Yeah. Ray, Ray, such a busy man and uh, with a packed schedule. Uh, how can our listeners pray for you and your team as we uh, get ready to get into this really heavy involved season of uh, fall of 2023 and looking forward to next year?
2: Well, I think you just keep doing what we're doing. I mean, you know, it's, uh, we appreciate the audience. We appreciate your support for uh, communicating different types of content to everybody out there. And we do have something for everyone. So uh, I think, you know, you mentioned our website several times. It's uh, phantom events.com. There's all of our uh, titles that are on there and there is something for everyone out there. So we really, really do appreciate you. We appreciate your your
0: audience and we appreciate all your prayers. Well, Ray, thank you. We appreciate the work that you do and also for the freebies that you pass our way from time to time as well. Ray Nutt, the CEO of Fathom Events. Fathomevents.com is the website. Ray, thanks for being with us today here on The Bottom Line. Really appreciate it. My pleasure. Have a good day, Roger. Always great to get this time in with Ray Nutt. And uh, today here on The Bottom Line really makes our Movie Monday special. Not only talking about one individual release, uh, the uh, Route 60, The Biblical Highway with Mike Pompeo, which is in theaters tonight and tomorrow, but also the great fall lineup that they have lined up for those of us who prefer the faith-based entertainment that Fathom Events has to offer. We've got three pair of tickets to give away to at least... To Route 60, the Biblical Highway. Uh, give Crystal a call right now here on this movie Monday, 800-227-5278, 800-227-5278, 800-227-5278, the number to get you through to the bottom line. And in all honesty, if you don't get the tickets... That's okay, because just around the corner, we have yet another giveaway today, because it's kind of Double Win Movie Monday here on The Bottom Line Show. 800-227-5278 is the number to get you through to The Bottom Line. You can protect against market volatility without investing all your money into bonds. Wilson Financial has simply better alternatives.
3: The last 12 months, there has been almost $1.7 trillion invested in investment-grade bonds. This move to safety locks up money for a long time of guaranteed low returns. Why? Market volatility. Well, my comment is why go with low earnings for a long time when you can get great earnings with a solid real estate-backed investment paying you 6% over the next three years? After three years, you can invest in another option, or you can do what most of our investors do and reinvest in another one of our new exclusive 6% accounts. This strategy gives you the best of both options without settling for many years of low returns. Our 3D Money 6% account pays you great interest while you're not subjecting yourself to market volatility.
0: Call 800-696-9970, 800-696-9970, or visit kbrightradio.com slash Wilson Financial and ask about Dennis Wilson's exclusive real estate-backed 6% investment account, Wilson Financial Services, for simply better alternatives. My thanks again, and my sincerest appreciation to Ray Nutt, who is the CEO of Fathom Events. Fathomevents.com is the website, and you know, it's interesting when you think about the movies that are there. I appreciate what Fathom Events has been able to build up. It is Movie Monday. We're talking about this uh, outstanding new movie from um, our friends at Fathom Events. It, it's very simply the kind of movie that will definitely uh, put a smile on your face. Route 60, the biblical highway where you have a Christian, Mike Pompeo, along with a Jewish scholar, taking a look at the, uh, the, this, this ancient uh, uh, way of getting about. It's in theaters tonight and tomorrow, so we figure that if you're winning a ticket to today, uh, you're going to be using it tomorrow night for the showing. Uh, about 800 screens or so carrying this at least, and check fathomevents.com to find out where it is. When we encourage you to call 800-227-5278. Crystal's got a pair of tickets for you. We've got three pair to give away, but please know that if it's not playing somewhere right down the, you know, the theater you like to go to, please check the Fathom Events website and find out. Some of these films play in seven or 800 screens. Some are in 1500, 2000, 3000. Um, but the beauty of what Fathom Events has done, I love this, is Ray Nutt realized that there was a market for people who like to go to the movies that don't necessarily have to go on opening night on Friday or Saturday or Sunday. They like going in the middle of the week. I have very fond memories of my dad who used to take advantage of the Tuesday specials. And if they're, he and my mom had a deal. My dad loves movies. My mom loves going to movies with my dad. Other uh, certain things she likes too, but there are a lot of movies that my dad would like that my mom just wouldn't, really wouldn't be into. And they had a little deal. Tuesday nights were typically the only free night my dad had during the week If he was doing a uh, rehearsal for a show or had a school board meeting or choir rehearsal, whatever. And sometimes he could duck out of the office a little early, catch that right before five o'clock matinee, uh, late man day 4 watch a movie for a couple hours and come home a little late for dinner but get to see something you really wanted to see and it was just one of those things my parents did for each other that uh, gave them that space in their marriage and i'm really glad they did i mean my goodness they just celebrated 68 years of wedded bliss and both celebrated their 90th birthdays together just so great to still have them here to celebrate with uh, ray nutt the ceo of fathom events and boy this this lineup that Fathom Events has with the Mother Teresa and Me story, with the uh, um, What Rhymes With Reason story about mental health, with uh, Kevin Sorbo's uh, uh, The Miracle in East Texas movie. So many great resources that you wanna take advantage of. And it's a privilege to be able to share them with you and encourage you in your faith and also encourage other people in their faiths as well. Um, 800-227-5278, 800 227 the number to get you through on this movie monday edition of the bottom line show now we're going to end this half hour just a little bit early today this is when uh, we have the full network together from 3 30 to 4 p.m pacific every monday through friday special programming note for those who listen to the bottom line show on kcbc tomorrow september 19th is the 12th anniversary of the bottom line show and it's hard to believe that uh Uh, We've been doing what we're doing for 12 years, and KCBC has been along for the ride for almost all of it. KBRT, Southern California, AM 740 has carried every broadcast of the Bottom Line show from September 19, 2011 to where we are now. But KCBC was added into the mix about six months later where the 2012 election showed up to give a little more oomph to uh, our California coverage of trying to get Mitt Romney and Paul Ryan elected. Now here, Mitt Romney just announced last week he was retiring from the Senate. And the bottom line show is still here. Boom. Okay, uh, but anyway, tomorrow really encourage you to listen in between 3.30 and 4 on KCBC uh, to hear some of my reflections on what the past 12 years have been like. Uh, my outstanding producer Tamara Comito has been with us for three-fourths of that time. We'll get her on mic and let her chat a little bit as well. But I hope you'll join us. for then. Uh, till then, uh, Rabbi Schneider in Discovering the Jewish Jesus is coming up next for those on KCBC. For those who remain on the network, how do we make sure that we are partnering with the Holy Spirit to live the kind of life God is calling us to live. Dr. Jack Levison going to join me. We're going to talk about seven secrets of the Spirit-filled life, daily renewal, purpose, and joy when you partner with the Holy Spirit. The link, of course, for that book is up at thebottomlineshow.com. Dr. Jack Levison joins me next as The Bottom Line continues. Well, today on The Bottom Line, we're going to get into a topic that I think we know that we should know a lot about, but we don't necessarily know a lot about, and that's the work of the Holy Spirit in our lives. Um, how is it that we can uh, really take advantage of the fact that the Spirit is here? He's a comforter, he's a guide, he's an advocate. And at the same time, a third member of the Trinity, He's got a lot of power too. Uh pastor and author Jack Levison is joining me today here to talk about a book that he has written on Seven Secrets of the Spirit-Filled Life. Daily Renewal, Purpose and Joy when you partner with the Holy Spirit. It's got nothing but five stars ish on the uh Amazon there and I thought it'd be well worth our time to invest a half hour in a conversation here. So Dr. Dr. Jack Levison, welcome to the Bottom Line show today.
4: Thank you so much, Father. I'm delighted to be here.
0: Why the Holy Spirit? I mean, there are so many, I was going to say, of all the things you could have written about, Jack Levison, why the Holy Spirit? But because, quite frankly, I it seems to me that this is the 800 pound gorilla in the room for a lot of christians i know the holy spirit's a part of it and either i'm pentecostal and charismatic and i'm screaming and yelling and you know influenced by the spirit or if i'm like in a modern american church i hope it doesn't get on me too much because i don't want to be one of those people i mean what what is it about the holy spirit that we miss so often in the culture
4: i i actually think you you kind of outlined it perfectly you have the two extremes and where can we meet in the middle, and I think I wanted to find a place as a scholar and as a Christian to meet in the middle, so let me give you a story when I was about 15. Uh, a minister my, we lived on long island grew up in a very small little church and a minister from the Midwest came and visited I think he was 22 years old. And my parents were always very generous, so we had him over had him on the back deck. And we were eating potato chips and sandwiches on Jewish rye bread, the the thing (laughs) I miss most about New York. Mm -hmm. And at one point, you know, we were talking and he said, you know, uh, Paul said, when the perfect comes, that which is imperfect will pass away. And when the Bible came, uh, spiritual gifts passed away. And man, that did not sit right with me. I thought Mm -hmm. like, boom, in the blink of an eye, he managed to say, we don't need spiritual gifts anymore. We don't need the work of the Holy Spirit. We now have the Bible. So of hmm. course, I didn't know anything at the time. I was 15 years old, more interested in baseball and girls than I was in you know anything else. But I went to Wheaton College, and then I went to Cambridge, then I went to Duke, and then I got my first job at a Methodist seminary. And there I taught my first class on the Holy Spirit, because I didn't think it could be right that we should be allowed to dismiss the Holy Spirit in the blink of an eye. On the other hand, I wasn't a Pentecostal and I hadn't really had experiences of speaking in tongues and a lot of prophetic experiences. So I wanted to find a place in the middle that affirmed the presence of the Holy Spirit in spiritual gifts, but didn't necessarily go to the far end of ecstatic kind of movements. So I wanted to find a place in the middle as both a Christian and a scholar.
0: Well, we appreciate the middle ground that you have found. uh, And we read about it in the book, Seven Secrets of the Spirit-Filled Life, Daily Renewal, Purpose, and Joy When You Partner with the Holy Spirit. We have a link for the book up at thebottomlineshow.com. Many people don't know about the Holy Spirit because they've never really spent much time hanging out with him, even though he's present in our lives. They don't really spend a lot of time. Talk about why the anticipation of of the spirit's work in the life is key for people who really don't understand it. You have to expect that he's going to do things and anticipate them, don't you?
4: Actually, I'm not sure you have to expect and anticipate them. So I'll give you another story from my, from when I was a I think a junior at Wheaton College. My father called me, and he said, "Jack, I got good news and I got bad news for you." And he was a hard bitten New Yorker, and he said, "Yeah, hey, first the first the bad news. You're gonna have to be with me in heaven." And he said, the good news is, the bad, wait, the bad news is you're gonna have to be with me in heaven. The good news is I got baptized today. Mm. And the story, as the story goes, my mother was uh, so angry at my father that day, who was a lapsed Catholic. And she went to church and she said, he's all yours, God. Well, for some (laughs) reason, my father showed up that day. And he felt the Holy Spirit, something Mm. push him up the aisle. And my father is a Really, a hard bit. He was a hard bitten New Yorker. He felt this push up the aisle, and he went and he was baptized that wow. day. Wow. We even had a, we even have it on one of those little cassette tapes because oh, my mother I love was it. singing a solo that day. Uh-huh. So I think there are times when the spirit is unanticipated. Mm-hmm. But the the bulk of the Seven Secrets book is that we create and cultivate a life that does anticipate that spirit. We take small steps that help us to experience the spirit as we know the spirit can be experienced. So I agree with you, with the caveat of my father's conversion, mm-hmm. where he did not, no one expected him to go up, not Jack Levison.
0: Yeah, I was Boom, gonna say that, that, That almost, well, that almost sounds like a field of dreams moment where he says, you know, they'd be looking for low and away, but don't forget to anticipate yeah. right in your ear too. I mean, you know, that it's, exactly. it, it's gonna come that way. And, and, and the idea that we as Christians miss this point, I think uh, goes to your second secret, the fact that you uh, encourage people to saturate yourself with scripture. And, and I have to wonder, I mean, I, and I guilty is charged because I've prepped many, many a sermon myself where I'm looking for resourcing that will help me unpack a certain passage of scripture without letting the scripture really just do what it's going to do in my heart, in my mind, in my soul. I'm, trying to get means to an end, which is, I have three points to get to, and we've got Old Testament, New Testament, and a psalm. And if I don't get through all three of those things and deliver it in 30 minutes or less, then my Lutheran congregation isn't going to listen to it. Uh, talk, Go ahead and exhort me, if you would, <laughs> Pastor Jack Lefesson, but talk about why it's important for us. It seems so basic, but saturating yourself with Scripture really does nourish the Spirit-filled life, as you write about it.
4: Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, of course, I teach Bible at a university, so I'm at Southern Methodist University teaching Old Testament, but um, I believe that the kind of slow reading of scripture, the kind of meditative reading of scripture, you know, Eugene Peterson talks about the gnawing on the, the biblical text, this kind of slow mm-hmm. reading opens us up. I mean, you know, each of the seven secrets in this book begins with breathing. And in the first secret, you begin, you breathe for one minute, the second, you breathe for two. And the seventh you breathe breathe for seven because we need to slow down and be able to receive the holy spirit and i believe that a key way that happens is when we slow down and read scripture slowly not with an agenda not with a political agenda not with a theological agenda and not just to get to the sermon though bless you for getting to the sermon in this way but reading scripture, so I'll give you another story. There's a student at um, uh, Southern Methodist University. We live, Priscilla and I, backstory, Priscilla and I live in a dorm. So we live with 185 students. And one of those students is Ethan. And he really is learning how to do word studies. And I do word studies in all my classes and everything uses, using a thing called Accordance. And Ethan, just last week, we were on the phone on Zoom working through how to do word studies. And I said, he said, I'm not very good at this. And I said, you don't have to be good at this. The point of a word study is to follow your nose from one text to the other in scripture. Just let the scripture lead you doing word studies. And I think what I would encourage every listener out there to do is simply to linger in scripture and let the Holy Spirit lead you from one scripture to the next. Mm without any skill or with a skill of knowing Greek and Hebrew, it does not matter. So I think the scriptures are the the crucible or the cradle where we learn to slow down, ponder and meditate, which is especially important in a world of
0: social media. Boy, it certainly is. One of the dangers, and I remember uh, seeing this quote probably in 2007, 2008, from a guy who was an expert. He was a cybersecurity expert. And so, of course, he was speaking out on the dangers of social media. But he brought up that very point, that very issue. He said, here's the, the the problem people are having. Fight or flight, make a rapid decision, you know, almost immediately on things that are, you know, everything gets reduced to the same thing. Do you like your eggs uh, sunny side up or scrambled? Are you a Christian or an atheist? You know I mean? Th- th- those had equal weight in social media. And the fact that you've got a whole generation now of younger people, and you're probably seeing this at SMU, who are, they, they grew up thinking, okay, well, this is the currency we deal in. This is the way we communicate. And so introducing the concept of being saturated with the Spirit, you know, waiting for the Spirit to lead you. Uh, it's It's so foreign to them. I, it's, I can imagine Jack Levison, this is an issue that for those of us who are older and saying, look, I'm closer to Jesus than you are and I just want to get on with it. I don't want to be saturated. I, I don't want to be led. I just want to get where I'm going. They kind of uh, both uh, both different sides of the same coin.
4: Yeah, and I think that may explain sort of the the power of some <clears throat> megachurches, where it's very clear what is right and wrong, what is t- truth, what is falsehood. Sure. When for me, at least, uh, it, truth and falsehood are far more gray. And, and and again, living in the middle of that. But yeah, we had a student, uh, Melanie, who said to me, "Oh, I had a tablet. I shouldn't have, but I had a tablet in my hand at three years old. Hmm. You know, and and so they're they're living in a world moving from one piece of information to the next." And, and having them slow down is really an important aspect of their life. So we actually have a group that meets on Tuesday nights in our apartment. We called it lattes in Lent. And then it <laughs> continued after Lent. So we call it lattes after Lent. And it's we meet for a, something, to, something hot to drink, a latte or hot chocolate. And then um, we watched a little Bible project video for five minutes. And then they sit with each other and they listen and they talk about what matters in life. And it's built for people of faith, of no faith, and of any faith. And Hmm. we have all of that. It's not just Christians. But what's amazing to me is they're slowing down and listening to each other. And the world of social media, they're not on their phones, they're not watching, they're actually slowing down. And I, I believe fully that the Holy Spirit is moving in that community because they are receiving words from people who don't even agree with them, and they're listening and talking. So I think slowing down, saturating ourselves with scripture creates that space for the Holy Spirit to move in our lives.
0: Jack Levison is my guest today here on The Bottom Line. I'm Roger Marsh. Jack's new book is called Seven Secrets of the Spirit-Filled Life, Daily Renewal, Purpose, and Joy When You Partner with the Holy Spirit. We have a link for the book up at thebottomlineshow.com. More of this conversation in just a moment as The Bottom Line continues. 833-850-BABY. That's the number I've been telling you about for the past year here on The Bottom Line, to call our friends at Preborn and make a tax-deductible donation to save lives. You want a sure thing? Let me give you a couple of guarantees. First, when you call Preborn and make a tax-deductible donation of $28, you are providing an ultrasound appointment for a woman who is facing a pregnancy that perhaps she didn't think was going to happen. Or maybe she's in between insurance and she wants to get more than just a, you know, that pregnancy test that she takes at the store. Preborn will do the testing for her, they'll do the ultrasound appointment for her, and then tell her what her options are. Because a lot of women, quite frankly, aren't quite sure. They're told by the world you're either going to have the baby or you're going to have an abortion. But there's the adoption option, and preborn can explain adoption, preborn can explain how to go through the attorneys. Preborn could explain all the resources available to you as an expectant mother, whether you are married or not. So we encourage you to make a donation. $28 provides one ultrasound appointment, 280 provides 10, and $15,000 one-time donation to preborn will give a new ultrasound machine to a preborn clinic that needs one. Call 833-850-BABY today, 833-850-2229, or click the banner at kbrightradio.com. Dr. Jack Levison is my guest today here on The Bottom Line. I'm Roger marsh Jack serves as the WJA Power Chair of Old Testament Interpretation and Biblical Hebrew at Southern Methodist University, and he's going easy on me because my Hebrew skills are really just... Not there. Uh, previously taught at Duke Divinity School and Seattle Pacific University, he's the author of a brand new book about the Holy Spirit that I highly recommend, and we have it posted up at thebottomlineshow.com. It's called Seven Secrets of the Spirit-Filled Life, Daily Renewal, Purpose, and Joy. When you partner with the Holy Spirit. And Jack, during the break, we were talking a little bit about how, um, well, yeah, how, we went through a pandemic people were told to isolate shelter in place whatever it was going to be to stop the spread of the virus and it kind of wound up you know people kind of started making up their own rules about where i can and can't be i still see see people walking around with masks on i think they're maybe they're kind of confused but what happened to the world of community was really Life changing for a lot of people in terms of how many people decided. Wait a minute, I don't have to be with people. This is great. And other people are saying, I have an extrovert daughter who was in a grad school program, and she just called me up and said, "Dad, I just need to talk to somebody. Can we Facetime? I just I need to be with people." Talk about the role of the Holy Spirit in community, because sometimes people think of the Holy Spirit as this solitary thing that we do. But you know, the the experience with the Spirit in community is a kind of a different animal, isn't it?
4: Yeah, and I think like many of the secrets in Seven Secrets book are individual. You practice skills in private, you saturate yourself in scripture. But I don't think the work of the spirit is entirely uh, individual. I think of the Holy Spirit as a choreographer, Hmm. leading everyone at the same time so that they can be in this beautiful dance or maybe a conductor and a beautiful symphony or maybe a coach and a beautiful team play in basketball. So I think of the Holy Spirit, like, you know, okay, so we went to Duke, so we watched Mike Shashevsky coach, uh, you know, Coach K do mm-hmm. some pretty decent coaching. Well, he saw beyond what every individual player did. And I, I see the Holy Spirit as doing that. But the problem is what has happened in COVID is, you know, I, I, I did stretches during church, you know, in my pajamas, and, right. and I, I didn't have to be there. And so the lazy self in me said, I don't have to go back. So we haven't come back in the same way. So how do we experience the spirit stretching on our floor, not in the pandemic when we had to be there, but post pandemic. And I think the work of the Holy Spirit is incomplete there because we need to be in community, but most of us haven't returned to Christian community. Mm -hmm. So we don't know what the new normal will be, what it will look like. And I think that is very much up to the Holy Spirit to determine. I'm kind of hoping the Holy Spirit says, we need a lot more small groups where people are really working hard on experiencing the Holy Spirit. That's Mm. what I'm hoping the Spirit has in mind, a lot more small groups where People don't have to go into the church so much as the church spreads out around them in the groups they need to be part of.
0: I'm talking with Jack Levison today here on The Bottom Line about his book, Seven Secrets of a Spirit-Filled Life, Daily Renewal, Purpose, and Joy When You Partner with the Holy Spirit. We have a link for the book up at the thebottomlineshow.com. Just picked up another five-star rating while we were having this conversation, which is kind of the oh. fun of real time. <laughs> and that wasn't me. My hands are right here. I mean, I'll be buying it later. Uh, Jack, it's interesting season of life for many of us who you might consider to be, I think they call it sandwich generation, where you've got your parents who are older and they're working toward the end of days here. You've got adult children who are kind of, you know, in the thick of it. And sometimes we're grandparents as well as parents. And I like to call it the Monte Cristo generation, you know, because you're, there's all sorts of stuff going on. Then you're battered and dipped and fried and you really get into it. But one thing I'm noticing watching my, my wife's, uh, my, my mother-in-law is in her mid-80s and had some health problems. My parents both just turned 90 this year, you know, and so they are moving forward. I have to admit, and I'll share this with our Bottom Line Show listeners freely, one of the greatest joys of my life is seeing my dad's spiritual life in this season, because I did not realize when we were younger, he was a church choir director, he was a strict disciplinarian, he wasn't the most friendly, lovable guy until he retired and became a grandpa. And then over the last 20 years, he's just, you got to see his true self show up. But his true spiritual self is just wonderful. And I realized he poured so much into my sister and brother and me. My mom did too, but dad did a lot. I mean, that spiritual legacy. Talk about how the Holy Spirit can work in the life of somebody who says, I don't really have much of a spiritual legacy to leave, not realizing that maybe you do, you're just not aware of it.
4: That is a really good question, Roger. So all through the Bible, people are leaving legacies. You know, Moses takes Joshua up with him to the mountain. Moses takes Joshua with him to the tent. There is legacy after legacy after legacy where older people really share their faith with younger people. I think one of the great kind of crimes of the church is that that is not the most important thing we do that should be the most important thing we do Hmm. is finding people with whom we can share our faith they may be people who aren't christians they may be people who are christians so we were actually doing a teaching in february and it was called i think leave a legacy and I'm writing them back in about three weeks because I challenge them, find one person with whom you can leave a legacy of faith. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to come back at you in six months. We're about at the six-month point. But so it can be anything from having a Bible study with someone to taking someone to the grocery store with you. So, you know, again, we live with undergraduates. And very often I'll say, I got to go to Costco, business Costco, and pick up, a hundred, you know, 100 things for a gathering we're going to have you want to come with me. So I'll text someone and say, you want to go with me. So on the drive, we talk about their life. Then at Costco, we get everything we need. And on the on the drive back, we talk about their life while we're while we're unloading. Just kind of sharing things and they'll have questions for me. And I'll respond very honestly about my doubts and about my faith, or just about my life, or just about my relationship with Priscilla, because they all watch this relationship that Priscilla yes. and I have. Mm-hmm. So I think. One of the most important things we can do is call it make disciples, call it leave a legacy, is simply finding people who can receive from what we have, even if we think what we have is paltry, that will grow as we share it.
0: It's interesting when I talk to people who have been really great mentors to me or people that have been impacted, you know, that are part of my world. And to see how many of them will say, "Oh, I, you know, I, I, don't really think I'm doing so." They're not terribly intentional. But others will say, "Oh, well, wait a minute. Let me tell you about." And they can list off a half dozen people who spoke into their lives spiritually. It, it doesn't seem to be random, you know. And I, I'm glad you mentioned the intentionality. But the idea of helping others and it the spiritual legacy really involves one person. Doesn't even have to be a relative, does it?
4: Oh, no. So when I was a freshman at Wheaton College, a sophomore at Wheaton College took me under his wing, led me in Bible study, took me to the county jail, DuPage County Jail. We did all sorts of things. Kenny took me with him. Uh, My Greek teacher at Wheaton College sort of saw me as a very, very hungry, sponge-like student, and I became his teaching assistant. And then a few years later, I lived in the house with Jerry and Jane for two summers and taught his Greek classes. And I watched him. So I'll give you an example of something completely inadvertent, though he was intentionally training me um, in, in the way of faith. One morning uh, on a Sunday morning, I walked down uh, into the uh, the kitchen and there was Jerry Hawthorne on his knees With his head buried in the couch, his Greek New Testament in one hand, and his Barclay commentary in the other. Mm. And I tiptoed back upstairs. Man, that is what I call leaving a legacy of faith when you see someone you admire and appreciate in prayer and they don't even see you walk in the room. And Jerry Mm -hmm. didn't mean to do that, but I think each of us can find someone to take to the grocery store, to to call once a week, to have a Bible study with, just simply to take to coffee, intentionally caring for someone who can, and, and you could be 90 years old and you could be 22 years old, like 19 years old, like Kenny and you can leave a legacy of faith. And that's why the seventh secret is about leaving a legacy of faith. And I think it is so important. It brings your own faith alive. Yes. When you do that.
0: Yes, it certainly does. Well, these are uh, secrets no more because they've been written in this brand new book by Jack Levison. And I highly recommend this resource. It's the book called Seven Secrets of the Spirit Filled Life Daily Renewal, Purpose, and Joy when you're with the Holy Spirit. We've got a link for the book up at thebottomlineshow.com. Jack Levison, thank you for your passion for this topic and for writing this outstanding book and also for spending time with us today here on The Bottom Line. Really appreciate it.
4: Roger Marsh, thank you for having me and, and, and just being so fun to engage with. Thank you.
0: What a delightful conversation with pastor and author Jack Levison today here on The Bottom Line. Dr. Levison, an internationally acclaimed scholar, an award-winning author, and this grand, brand new book is one you're going to enjoy. It's called Seven Secrets of the Spirit-Filled Life, Daily Renewal, Purpose and Joy When You Partner with the Holy Spirit. We've got a link for the book at thebottomlineshow.com and it's Movie Monday, but we've got one more giveaway. See, you hung in there till the bitter end. We've got one copy of this outstanding book to give away. I'd love to place it into your hands right now. 800-227-5278. 800-227-5278. 800-227-5278 is the number to get you through to the bottom line. Again, Dr. Jack Levison's book called Seven Secrets of the Spirit-Filled Life, Daily Renewal, Purpose and Joy When You Partner with the Holy Spirit. 800-227-5278. 800-227-5278. 800-227-5278, 800-227-5278. 800-227-5278, the number to get you through to the bottom line. You can protect against market volatility without investing all your money into bonds. Wilson Financial has simply better alternatives.
3: The last 12 months, there has been almost $1.7 trillion invested in investment-grade bonds. This move to safety locks up money for a long time of guaranteed low returns. Why? Market volatility.
0: Call 800-696-9970, 800-696-9970, or visit kbrightradio.com slash Wilson Financial and ask about Dennis Wilson's exclusive real estate-backed 6% investment account, Wilson Financial Services, for simply better alternatives. My thanks again to Dr. Jack Levison for joining me today here on The Bottom Line to discuss his book. It's really, it's more of a devotional type of book um, that I love the way he's broken this down. There are seven secrets to living a spirit-filled life, and he's got seven applications for each one. And then you can to pause and reflect by the time you get to the end of it, kind of your year of jubilee, if you will. The book is called Seven Secrets of the Spirit-Filled Life, Daily Renewal, Purpose and Joy when you partner with the Holy Spirit, uh, 800-227-5278, 800-227-5278, 800-227-5278, the number to get you through to the bottom line. The seven secrets, in case you're wondering anticipate infinitely more when you discover the holy spirit in your everyday life saturate yourself with scripture and discover how the bible nourishes the spirit-filled life Uh, commit to community discover the power of the holy spirit alongside others secret number four is find the heart of the spirit discover the energy of the holy spirit that god has placed in you secret number five go where the going gets tough discover the holy spirit in the wilderness don't avoid the problems, embrace them. Secret number six, break out of the familiar and discover how the Holy Spirit transform our world. And then secret number seven, the key to living a spirit filled life is to leave a spiritual legacy and discover how to help others experience the power of the Holy Spirit as well. Dr. Jack Levison's book is a bit of a primer for those of us who are trying to figure out how do we live now in a culture that is anti-Christian, not just post-Christian. And where it seems like the Lord's return is more imminent now than ever before. Uh, get this book and you'll find out. 800-227-5278. 800-227-5278. 800-227-5278. The number to get you through to the bottom line. Look, the Holy Spirit used to be referred to in our culture as the Holy Ghost. And I'm glad that we have made the distinction to move away from that terminology. The ghost sounds like something you want to avoid, like something surreal that can't actually be a part of your life, but the Holy Spirit is living and active and and residing inside your heart, cutting away the misconceptions that you have and that other people placed upon you and sanctifying you. Yes, cutting away your sinful tendencies, but also allowing the Holy Spirit of the Lord to thrive and flourish in your heart today and always. That is good news. And that's the bottom line.